Jody Vance Experience. Glad to have you along with us today as we once again delve into uh, some opportunities perhaps for the new investor, somebody trying to dip their toe into uh, investing for the very first time. We're going to get garner some great advice from some people who are certainly in the know, as well as learn a little about their company and their uh, initiatives, I guess would be a good way to sort of frame this one up. We're speaking to uh, the chairman, CEO and founder of Nomad, Vincent Metcalf, along with his partner, Joseph de la Plante, uh, the CIO, the chief investment officer with Nomad. Gentlemen, thank you for doing this. Thank you very much. Thank you. So can I dive in with, for, with a little bit from each of you? First, uh, Vincent, let's start with you. Before we get into Nomad, how did you start uh, investing? How, how did you start playing the market as, as it were? Yeah, well, I mean, w right out of college, we, um, actually, Joseph and I have a very similar, I guess, path to, to entering the, the capital markets things. Um, so both of us uh, out of college at different times, he came out of, and he'll be able to talk about that, uh, out of engineering school, I came out of finance. Uh, but we actually started with uh, with the Bank of Montreal in the investment um, banking team in the mining sector. So um, after graduating, we uh, we ended up doing a few years at, at BMO together uh, in the mining space. And, and that's where we really, really, I would say, uh, started learning about the sector, um, about the various, I would say, levels um, or, or, or I would say different types of companies in terms of explorers, developers, royalty companies. Um, and then also, uh, I would say the different types of visions uh, that the management teams were putting forward. So that gave us, I guess, a, a good entry to the to, to our sector, the mining sector. Uh, but I think I think in general, as you know, growing up, uh, I remember on Saturdays, my dad would give me the, the newspaper and I would go at the back and look at the tickers and kind of track a few different uh, tickers at, at, on a weekly basis. So I think that just came naturally. But I think, um, you know, operating in the uh, in, in the grand, uh, you know, capital market space was something that was always interesting to me, but the mining space was what really changed it for me. And I think, you know, we've been involved, Joseph and I, for the last 15 years in the sector, and it's been, uh, it's been a lot of fun since. All right, Joseph, jump in. Yeah, um, very, yeah, very similar story on my side. I mean, uh, really, the introduction for me happened when I started investment banking. Um, I had this opportunity to work with many different types of companies and really dig deep, uh, you know, into the management teams, into the operations and got to compare many different uh, groups of, of people doing interesting things. And uh, it was really eye-opening to, to, to then see what happened with these companies in the market and, you know, which ones performed well, which ones didn't. And it really gave me uh, an appetite uh, to follow the market and, and follow companies that I know and see how they're doing on a quarterly basis. Um, it's really, you know, obviously it's a profession for us, but fundamentally it's something that uh, I enjoy and I know Vince enjoys very much. So this brings us perfectly to Nomad because basically, uh, well, you can give me the Coles notes on the company, but you're using what you've just explained, the both of you, to gather the intel to create something where people can kind of one-stop shop on exactly what you were looking for the, the things you looked at at the ticker and then watched the companies grow there had to be consistencies within those companies that you acknowledge and and sort of use in your expertise now 
Yeah, well, I think we had the benefit of of growing into this sector over the past 15 years. I mean, we um, I ended up staying on the banking side a bit longer than Joseph did. He went to the corporate side uh, a bit quicker than I did. But I think that complements us well in the sense that when we did join back together back in 2014, um, and we've been working pretty much since uh, together since, um, you know, it allows, it, you know, we grew, in, I guess, over... I would say nine or 10 years uh, through different paths. But when we joined again, we were able to be very complementary in the things that we wanted to do, um, you know, having, you know, more of a technical front and then more of a finance front and then um, also kind of bridging the the investor side of things. And that's something that, you know, in our sector, sometimes some of the, there's a lot of very good technical people. There's a lot of good promoters, but really bridging the gap between those two different worlds and, and bringing, uh, I would say, a different product or at least a different way of um, explaining our, our company to the investor. I think you need a bit of both. So I, that, I think that's what works well with, with our team and including Elif, who's our CFO and, and partner in the business as well. Um, I think between the three of us, that's what we're able to do is really uh, play on everybody's strengths. And, and explain that. And when we sit down with investors, really uh, have a very clear and simple way of explaining our business, which uh, I'm sure we'll get into in, over the next few minutes. And three, two, one, <laughs> go with the mission statement on Nomad. I'll let Joe go. Well, I think one thing that you highlighted is we're really a one-stop shop for the precious metals mining space. Um, for investors looking to get, you know, to dip their toes into the to the gold sector, the royalty business is an amazing place to start. Uh, we really view ourselves as an investment team. We have this big vantage point over the industry and we're able to aggregate many different assets into one portfolio. And over time, what you've seen is royalty companies really outperform the rest of the mining space. Uh, and, and so, you know, for us, what we're really trying to do is build a precious metal focused, low volatility, uh, business that over time will return lots of capital to shareholders, reinvest, grow our business, and and provide that anchor in a portfolio. Um, which you know, for a new investor, maybe you know, you're trying to understand why you know why add gold to your portfolio. Well, it's really simple. You know, when the rest of the economy is doing well, um, you know, gold is a good insurance to have in your portfolio for events like we've seen this year. Uh, so we're, we're really trying to best position Nomad. Uh, to be in a diversified portfolio, have that gold weighting, um, and and just be a safe bet in the portfolio. Low risk is something that jumps out uh, to a novice investor who isn't looking at the you know the the quick hit fast risky win that everybody loves when playing the markets. But you can also lose a hell of a lot of money if you do that sort of willy nilly. That what I'm hearing from you here is that. You two are, or your, your group at Nomad are doing the due diligence to gather together a number of, pardon the pun, but rock solid uh, mining companies to sort of come together as a piece of your portfolio that you could invest in that and, and, and methodically, I guess, march toward a return. Is, is that sort of layman's terms for what you're doing? Yeah, and I think, you know, you touched on a few points. It's for, for, for an investor kind of looking at the mining sector and figuring out how do I, you know, what do I buy? How do I get exposed? It's not an easy task. I mean, um, we've been in the sector 15 years and we're still learning every day. Um, there's a lot of technical things that people need to understand. It's, it's pretty tough to, under, to, to look at a mining operator and say, okay, they've got five mines 
what's the what's the revenue generation what's their cost structure where are they based are they based in uh, you know in canada are they based in in argentina or or in the middle of africa or in australia what are the effects of currency on those on those operations um you know how do you what's their labor issues do, you know are they in a good situation a bad situation uh what's the environmental policies so those are all questions that investors has, have to kind of ask themselves when they're looking to invest in an operator. Um, and even if we look at the other side on the exploration front, um, that's essentially a, a bunch of geologists kind of looking at rocks and drilling and, and drilling uh, holes in the ground and coming up with, with, with results. But for, for the average, I would say, generalist investor, it's tough to understand what's a good result from a bad result. Um, what we bring from a royalty you know, point of view is Obviously, we have some expertise. We have a great team behind us as well. Um, but we invest in opportunities um, that kind of aggregate all those the benefits of the, the, the mining space, which is getting exposure to the, uh, to the gold and silver for us, getting exposure to resource growth. So the benefits of having something in operation. Uh, but at the same time, we, we, we have that steady um, you know, cash flow generation that comes from these investment, investments. But we're not the operators, and we don't have to reinvest in these these um, these, these these operations. So so really, it's more of a passive approach, as Joseph said. We're not operators; more, we're more kind of a portfolio manager in a sense. Um, so for an investor, when they're looking at investing in Nomad, that's what they they get is kind of that low risk investment approach, but with great optionality, which a gold bar. Because the other option would be for an investor to buy a gold bar. Well, the gold bar doesn't pay a dividend. And it doesn't pay, you know, uh, it doesn't have resource growth or, or optionality down the road, which our investments in these projects and these mines, these operators keep spending money on these, on, these, on these operations, but we don't have to spend additional dollars. So once we've done our first investment, we get the benefit of every dollar the operator keeps spending on it. So that's where um, a company like Nomad has a lot of benefits, which again, a gold bar doesn't, or um, an operator or a developer or an explorer they have a lot of these benefits, but they also have a lot more risks, um, which are associated with the with, with the operations. I'm starting to understand why Nomad, you know, owned by no one, owning really no one, but invested in all places. Exactly, and I think you sh you made a good point when you said when you're when you're buying into Nomad, you're benefiting from all the work that we do on due diligence on these different investments, because it's. When you look at the mining space today, it is very difficult to choose what to invest in. And time and time and again, um, you know, investors get, you know, they pick the wrong names and they underperform or they don't perform as they want. Uh, so really, you know, a, a good example is whenever we do due diligence, we spend somewhere between fifty and hundred thousand dollars, you know, on legal, on technical, on many different fronts. Uh, so you're you're getting all of that when you invest with the business. And I think the thing to, to, to talk about, too, is our team, you know, we've talked about Vince and myself, but the broader team with Elif, you know, we've been working together for a long time. Prior to Nomad, we've created another royalty company. So, you know, we know what we're doing. Right, um, not your first rodeo. We've yeah. done it before. Uh, yeah. and, and, you know, we know exactly where we want to go with this business. Um, and, and as I said, the royalty space uh, has shown time and time and again that it's a great model. And when you get in on day one in these businesses, historically, it's done very well for shareholders. And there, once again, seems to be a constant in all of my lessons throughout this Jody Vance experience, these, the series that we're doing, is you want to get in early. You want to be able to find out about 
where the opportunities are that you can look at that and say, you know what, I've got a little bit of money that I'm going to put in there um, and assess the risk and know sort of where it goes from there. In mining, correct me if I'm wrong, it feels like it was really a, I'm going to be edgy, old white dude niche investor, right? Like when you said, I, I used to look at the stocks on the back of the newspaper on the ticker with my dad, you, a guy, with your dad. There are a lot of women with a lot of money who want to invest. We like gold. You know, it's like, I kind of feel like you guys are speaking to a broader audience. Yes, absolutely. And I think if we do this Jody Vance experience again, I think we'll probably try to bring in Elif as well, who's our, again, our, our third partner. And she's been with us for past six, seven years as well. And Love she's it. got, she's, she's definitely a, one of the better uh, mining executives in the business. And I think uh, same thing can be said with our other employee, uh, Annie, who's, you know, I, I think there's a lot of the, the the mining world is definitely changing. I think it's about time it changes. Um, but at the at the end of the day, I think it's also a different mentality from some of the management teams. You know, for, from our point of view, we just created the business. We want to make sure that we're as aligned with the investors that are coming in. Um, we're not taking a cash salary, for example, this year because we want to. You know, we're taking shares on a quarterly basis to make yeah. sure that we keep that alignment with the investors coming in today. So, you know, on a quarterly basis, we get our shares. We've both, Joseph and I have been buying shares in the market recently. So these are things that we're looking at the long-term uh, versus just kind of, as you were saying, again, that quick hit. Um, we're, we're looking to create, you know, per share value and really um, multiply that over time. And, you know, that's, again, I think it's a, it's a vision that we have for this company. I think it's, there's a lot of new management team that have that, that vision for the mining sector. And, you know, hopefully over the next uh, few years, we'll see a, a bit of a shift. I also like the fact that you guys are active when it comes to uh, social media and wanting to do something like this to educate people who maybe only have $500, $1,000 to invest, but might just hand that over to you to know that you are, you know, not just taking some off the top and putting it in your pocket, but actually taking the shares that they will win on too. If it's a win for you, it's a win for us kind of mentality. I think that is, uh, that's an important piece. Well, it's just, it's a very simple business. At the end of the day, when you look at our business, it is very simple. We're in, we're in an industry that historically has been complicated to understand. Yes. But the way we want to build this one is to make sure everyone can easily understand what it is that they're buying. And I think that's what you get when you buy a royalty company, when you buy Nomad. Um, and you're absolutely right. Everyone that has an investment portfolio that has an interest in investing should be looking at gold, should be looking at royalty companies. This is not some special, specialized thing that you know, uh, should, should appeal to a niche of, of people or investors. It is broad and everyone should be thinking about these types of investments for their portfolio. Okay, so one curveball for you when it comes to that foundational piece of gold, because when, when all hell breaks loose, you buy gold. Um, some are saying that maybe Bitcoin is gonna be the new gold, uh, certainly some young upstarts that want it to be um, where is the mindset when it comes to gold versus Bitcoin for that sort of foundational piece to, to weather any storm? Well, yeah, it's, it's, it's about scarcity, right? It's, you know, at the end of the day, um, Bitcoins are becoming more and more difficult to, to create. 
Um, so the ones that are already in in the market, um, you know, you can see that 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 value appreciate. It's the same thing for for gold. Uh, you know, every ounce of gold uh, that was, has been mined for for thousands of years is still available and still on on, on the face of the earth. But there, it, you know, it's uh, all the, the gold that's been mined probably fits inside uh, you know my house in terms of the, the size of it. It's not it's not a big amount. So it's it's that scarcity value where you can't print you can't print gold like you could print dollars. Um, so but obviously the Bitcoin is something that is 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 I would say new generation versus gold is my dad's stuff. Um, so I think that's where a, a team like like our like like us could potentially bridge that you know, and, and I'm the first to say that Bitcoin's great, but gold's great too. And, um, and, but, you know, gold is something tangible that you could touch. Um, so okay. I, yeah, go ahead, Joseph. And it comes with a history of, you know, being more uh, tied into the regulation of the markets. You know, I think it's a very important point to consider at this point in time, because at the end of the day, we're talking about different types of hard assets and you can come up with the same rationale to buy either. But when you look at your investment options to buy gold, you know, our company, as well as the other mining companies, the royalty companies are regulated by, you know, market rail regulators. And that, that comes with a certain level of comfort. You know, you're not going to wake up one morning and realize your investment in gold uh, disappeared somewhere in India. It's, you know, these are real businesses that you're buying into. And that should not be taken for granted when you're investing your money. Tested security. I think is what I'm hearing there. This is a tried, tested and true secure place. And, and, there's no denying the fact that when things get turned upside down, like, oh, I don't know, a global pandemic, uh, you see people shift into uh, where it's safest to put your money. Um, I want to ask you before you go, both of you, if you wouldn't uh, mind, tell us a little bit about what your day's like. Vincent, when we were trying to connect with you today, you're like hanging up the phone on something while you were coming up on screen. And, and uh, you know, how, how busy is your day as you, uh, as you expand Nomad? Look, we've—I don't think we've been this busy in the past seven years since we've been involved in the world and streaming sector. Um, obviously, this pandemic is is uh, bringing a few restrictions in terms of traveling. So, you know, we're we're investing in projects all over the world. So, it, it does bring us um, to do things a lot differently in terms of doing a lot of things online and via the web and meeting people. Which, at the end of the day. Um, we're catering to all the different uh, places in the world. So sometimes we'll start at 5 a.m. in the morning and we'll finish at, at midnight, depending on who we're talking to. But I think that the important thing is that we're, we're, get, we're getting things done. Um, so we're very, very busy. We've done a lot of things so far this year. We've only been trading for six months now. So we started trading on May 29th. Uh, um, we've put a credit facility in place of $75 million. We now have seven research analysts um, that covers us from the big brokerage for firms. Uh, we've we've already done three transactions in terms of um, two transactions, which were around seven and a half million dollars. We just closed our, la our last one a couple of weeks ago uh, for about 40 million. Um, so it's been a very, very busy time for us. Um, and I think 2021 will bring even more uh, opportunities, um, as we can see in our pipeline at the moment. Uh, Joseph and I are incredibly busy and I'm pretty sure we're going to be able to, uh, to execute on a lot of those. How do people find you guys? Well, it's, I was going to just lead to that point. We're not, we're not too busy to talk to shareholders. Um, we're probably one of the more accessible management teams. It's as simple as going on our website. There's a big yellow button on the front page that says book a meeting with management. Uh, it goes right to our inbox and we'll be in touch within a few hours to set something up. So 
anyone that has interest, whether you want to invest $10 or $50,000, uh, we're happy to spend half an hour with you, talk, talk to you about the business, why we're excited about it. Um, and you know, hopefully we can bring on new shareholders in Nomad. I think that is just a fantastic way to cap this off. Guys, I hope one day we get to go in studio and, and maybe even shake hands in a pandemic. Thanks for doing this. Thank you very much. And that is the Jody Vance experience with Nomad. What?